Good morning, and welcome to the oh. hip hop stop here on TCFM. Why is there feedback? It's the speaker, I think. Uh, oh, oh there we go, fixed it. That was my bad. That was the headphones too close to the speaker. Of course, I had um, like that. Yeah, well, we started how we finished. I'm pretty sure I did that the first episode as well. Um, I'm trying to fix just a few little technical problems here. You guys are getting a little insight into this because the uh, all the different shows were removed from the system, which means I'm trying to find a new bed so that we're not just talking over dead air. And the best I can find is Scream and Shout, you know, the Black Eyed Peas one. Wait, what do you mean? I thought we weren't playing background music. No, we always play background music. No, like the frog, like the crown. No, 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 we stopped that like week two. We've been playing Homecoming, the instrumental Kanye West. I don't know, I think it's a bit distracting though. No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> This is background. This should have been discussed. Yeah, this, we should have done this. Adam and screaming when we're like um, for an hour. No, Adam, it's just talking over dead air is bad because if we stop talking for a second, it's just silence, which is really bad. I don't know. I think that's kind of better. Adam, this is how radio works. My call. Um, <laughs> no, you, have you ever listened to a show where yeah, they haven't had background music? Like shows I don't. I listen to don't have background music. Right. Well, you welcome to the hip hop stop. We uh, we are having a few technical difficulties this morning, but this is our final episode here. Uh, unfortunately, we're just as devastated to be leaving. Um, <laughs> why is that giving that? Are you happy to be gone? Yeah, I'll, no, I'm not happy to be gone <laughs> at all. Um, so, potentially, we might have one of our old guests on later. We haven't confirmed anything yet. And today, we're doing something a little bit different. We don't have a specific artist that we're going to talk about. We're going to be doing nearly a solo show each for the first half, where we've each got our own album that we're gonna give a breakdown for it. And then the second half, we're going to give a kind of recap of our favorite moments from the semester and what we think the best shows that we did were. So, we get started. Yeah? Yeah, yeah that's where we get the input. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> let's go. You didn't um, introduce us. Oh, because <laughs> actually, to be honest, you've been gone so long, you probably need to reintroduce us. <laughs> oh, I missed uh, one week. So it's myself, Connor. Myself, Rob. And myself, Adam. There we go, I think they know who you are by now. Um, so the album I chose was Revival, Eminem's 2017 album, or 2017 album. Stan. Stan. <laughs> no, I think everyone knew by now that I was going to pick an Eminem album. But um, I picked this one because it's not my favorite album, but I will always try and defend it because I think it got far too much backlash that it just did not deserve. Because the album got quite poor reviews before it even came out. Like back when Eminem, Eminem released the track list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he released the tracklist summer of 2017 and everyone saw the features and stuff and were like oh he's kind of selling out doing a more pop thing and everyone hated it before they'd even heard a single song and it wasn't helped by Walk on Watergate which is when he released the first single the one Beyonce Walk on Water and it was a very slow song it was a very kind of downbeat it didn't have a lot of the upbeat hype it wasn't Eminem going off on a track like usual and people hated it like, it was him getting vulnerable, him getting introspective, which is what you'd want more from an Eminem album, but everyone just hated it so much. And from then, by the time the album came out, they, they thought that the whole album was going to be like this and just weren't even willing to try and change their opinion. What's your opinion on the Ed Sheeran one, though? Like, come Ed Sheeran on. one? I've got an opinion on, on that. And, um, on, like, it's not great. I no. think, no, I think it's awful and but it's for really specific bad. reasons. But for specific reasons, like, the way, I don't think it sounds bad the verses. I think Ed Sheeran doesn't fit the song. No. But yeah. that's my main problem with it. As well as that, 
the story of the song. It, this was the one that the radios were all playing because they thought it was just a catchy song. Ed Sheeran's on it, it's probably great poppy. Yeah. No, this is a song about Eminem cheating on his girlfriend, getting another girl who's in a relationship herself pregnant, and then forcing that girl to get an abortion. Like, and then everyone was like, yeah, Ed Sheeran, it's great. We're playing on the radio, it's great. No. It shouldn't have been done, I think. That's my biggest problem with the album. Yeah, but the decision for Eminem to collab with Ed Sheeran, just to me, is just... I think... That it, baffles me. Yeah. But see, but here's the it's thing. two different sounds. Yeah, it's I think two different vibes completely, like... I think Eminem was one... I think it was a mix of him knowing he needed more features to remain relevant for this yeah, album. Yeah, get, like, Kendrick or something. No, yeah, here's, here's what I'm saying. I think as well as that, though... He didn't have full say in who he had featured because if you notice it with a lot of people that were either new features with them or it was a very pop kind of style and I think it was his managers and stuff wanting him to kind of go down a more what are people listening to now kind of route but because I don't think he's the type of person who would fully sell out because he makes music yeah, for what she, he yeah, wants to Yeah, surely at this point though, sh- like he would have the same as features. I, I mean, think, I suppose in the, in the most recent, Kamikaze he definitely did. Yeah, definitely no, I think he'd it. have a large say, but I think because he hasn't, this was his first album since 2013 and a lot of stuff he'd done with him features with new people, he would have wanted input into who he should have and he would have wanted big names to make sure. So, I don't know, I, so I fault that song, but I can't fully fault him because I feel like he never knew it, it couldn't have, he couldn't have known that Ed Sheeran wouldn't fit it until after they'd done it. Yeah, and it is kind of sad because that album did kill him, and I think Kamikaze is actually pretty very like mm. pretty good. Well, like, here's the thing about it: no matter how much you hate Revival, we wouldn't have Kamikaze without it. Yeah, but it's like Kamikaze is getting a lot of hate because of just how sim like simply like that um, Revival got hate, but mm. really Kamikaze is actually quite a good album. It is, and what I like about the fact that was a surprise drop, so people didn't have time like to do a Revival to start hating it before they'd heard it. You, you think he did only... that on purpose? He, no, he said he did that on purpose. He, he was like, I didn't want people to overthink this one. Um, but as well as that, I kind of like about Revival the fact that the title of it, Revival, it's both a personal revival for him as well as a political revival for America, which is shown on some of the tracks where he attacks Donald Trump and goes about the race issues. But it finishes off the relapse cycle, which goes from relapse to recovery to revival. So relapse is when he hit his hardest, he hit his rock bottom. Recovery was trying to dig himself out of that hole, reclaim himself as one of the best, and Revival now is him trying to cement his legacy after coming out the other end of the tunnel, which I think is pretty cool. And the fact that it's been so long, but he's still, it's been, it was a 10 year gap between the two, roughly, and like he's managed to tie it all together, which I thought was very nice. And then I quite like the vulnerability on it, which a lot of people didn't like, like I said, with Walk on Water, because we're too used to seeing Eminem just going off on a slim shady, drugged off his head kind of vibe, but getting to see him fully break down the fact that he knows he isn't going to remain on top. He just wants people to kind of remember him for his music. Like he's going on about the different problems he faces and the fact problems America faces. And then we finally get the full story of his overdose on Castle and a Rose, which is where he gives that full story, tells us everything that he wanted to tell his daughters before the before the overdose. And a Rose even has like the hospital machine in the background for the song as it's him, everything that he thought while he was lying there like paralyzed in the bed. So I that hit me hard. Like the first time I heard that, I was nearly in bits. Yeah. Well, let's, what, what, where would you rate it among Eminem albums? Would um, you still rank it bottom as most people would consider? No, Encore for me will always be the worst album. Okay. Even though it has Toy Soldiers and Mockingbird, it's still his worst album. Um. No, Revival, because I'm trying to think. It was it was his ninth studio album. He has ten of them now. I want to put it 
in the top five for personal preference. Okay, but, but surely for actual we're... albums, I think the highest it could come would be seventh. That's still pretty good considering most people. But here's the thing: just because most people hate it doesn't make it bad. Most people hate it because it wasn't what they wanted from Eminem, yeah. not because it was. And a lot of people I know personally who say to me, "Oh, that was such an awful album." I'm like, "How many songs have you listened to?" Uh, I listened to River and Walk on Water. Yeah. Like they haven't listened to the album. But that's the case with most like exactly. artists. Exactly. And I find like even with my favorite artists, like but, even bands, it's like when they release an album, even if it's kind of hated by the mainstream if they're one of your favorite artists you're probably going to actually understand exactly more. i have a personal bias obviously so yeah. i'm going to enjoy it but as well as that if you look at one how how it was made just the production value what i think some of the beats are sick if you look at the content from it the fact that he goes on such a rant and the fact that he does a lot in terms of less of i'm gonna get mad at everybody it's like no look wake up america like we need to fix these problems and untouchable like he goes and uses his white privilege to discuss a huge problem for black people and try and help them uh, which a lot of people saw as maybe trying to like overstepping his mark, appropriation, that kind of thing. A lot of black artists came out and said that they really appreciated that. So I respect Eminem for doing that. I so. suppose that's sort of like second nature to him considering like when he was growing up, it was mo- it was like mostly black dominated hip hop scene in Detroit and he just came along so that he's probably... Yeah, the, a lot of the people who'd be criticizing him are just criticizing him for the sake of it with stuff like that. A lot yeah. of people like just rappers hate him. Yeah, like the rappers in the game who know and understand, like they exactly. know, you know. That's why they'd they'd wouldn't criticize them. So I mentioned it's one of my favorite songs from the album there, and I think it gives a really good highlight into the vulnerability showed by Eminem without being too kind of downbeat for this early on a Monday morning. So I think what we're gonna rock with is Castle from Revival by Eminem here on DC. That was a really nice review. Thank you. Okay, I know I said that I didn't want the song to be dark, but I forgot that the song ends with him overdosing. That's what that cl- crack is, and at the end of <coughs> A Rose, he does a little rewind thing where he flushes the drugs down the toilet instead to prevent him overdosing so that he doesn't have to put his daughters through that. That's pretty dark, but yeah, yeah but I just that's why I like this out of the morning. But um, so that was Revival, which you know, I think hope I gave a good defensive there, and now I think Rob's got his album. Yeah, um, well, like as I say, we've done this album already, but I feel it deserves another mention. It's the Notorious B.I.G.'s debut album, Ready to Die. Um, I just oh. think it's like one of the things I have here is it's not it. Well, it's easily my favorite album. Uh, I don't think that it's been recognized as one of the best hip hop albums of all time for nothing. I feel that if anyone, uh, this this might sound a bit corny or something, but if if anyone like I highly recommend if anyone was start wants to start listening to hip hop, this would be one of the first albums I'd recommend to listen to because it has it has like a wide it covers a wide range of stuff like it covers like it covers his his uh, his beef with Tupac it covers one of the main sort of themes of his of his two uh, studio albums which is like whole the the con the contrast between life and death especially with some of his lyrics and some of his songs. It's it's got like one of, one of the things I particularly like about the album is I, I think I said it the last time we did it like if you ask anyone to name if you if you uh, sorry if you ask anyone to name like a, a biggie song that they know the like the majority of them would come from this album so, like I don't Machine Gun Funk Respect Warning Juicy Big Papa all those um, so I I think even the fact that the fact that it was his first album release 
and it's considered one of the best hip hop albums of all time. I think just that just that just speaks volumes for itself. Um, I think yeah, I was on Genius last night just to, in, just preparing for this just to get some more facts about it. And again, like I didn't know these, but Ready to Die was also Bad Boy's first album release as well. Like like setting it up and as all a that. Label. Hmm? As a label. Or yeah. yeah. Like yeah, as a label. Yeah. Um, and another thing which I thought was interesting because again I didn't know it was the production of the album was in two was sort of like in two bits because half of it was done when uh, Diddy was with Uptown Records and then he got re- and he got fired and then Biggie like sort of rejuvenated it again under Bad Boy release um, and also I wasn't sure if we did this uh, when we did Biggie the other week but. I found out some, or I found some facts on the baby on the cover of the album. Oh, That's okay. not actually Biggie as a baby. I wouldn't have thought. I know, but it's, <laughs> but like considering his what his like life and death, you would. That's that's certainly how I viewed it anyway. I thought he would have gone to. No, that I baby. think it's implying that it's Biggie. Yeah, but, but like. I, um, because because uh, like uh, it would be pretty cool if he had a crown on yeah. his head. Yeah. Because according to Diddy, it was just some baby they found. They just found them. What, like yeah, they the just street. they just found them, and then because he because he said they wanted to they wanted the baby they wanted a baby that will resemble obviously that resemble Biggie, which like it does in some respects. Yeah. And again, he wanted to go along with the concept of the album, like a of like from birth to death. And I think yeah, the baby now is like. He's like in his mid twenties and he's like a basketball player. Try get him on the show. Keith, <laughs> Keith, get Biggie on the show. What's his name? Keith Roy. Keith Roy Yearwood. Okay, okay, very nice. And like uh, Adam, if you want to hit him up there, yeah, hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah. What's your favorite song on the album? Rob. Oh, that's a tough one. Though I think either I think either Give Me the Lose or yeah, I think either Give Me the Lose or Respect because. I think it's I think it's too mainstream to say just say oh it's Big Papa or juicy. it's juicy. No, don't don't get me wrong. I love those I love those songs a lot. I was about to say it's a banger, juicy. Oh song. god, god yeah. It. But um, I just they I just they I think those two songs like truly reflect the boom bap sound that that Big was all about. Um, like I like I find like looking at the album, I found it very, even just thinking there, I found it very hard to pick a song, their favourite song, because there's just so many, there's so many good songs off it, like. And is Biggie your favourite artist of all time, not just hip-hop, is he your favourite artist? Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Like, he definitely is, um, because, like, I think you, because, I definitely prefer him over Tupac anyway, just because, whereas, like, Tupac songs, they're more catchy and all that kind of thing because the West Coast, like, G-Funk and all that kind of thing, but... I'm not even sure if they are. Do you know that? I'm well, no, sure what I mean are, is, like, okay, yeah. well, like, what I mean is, like, I don't know, take... I don't know, take any radio station for argument's sake. They'd, they'd, more, they'd be more inclined to play any Tupac songs, yeah. I don't know, like, good, yeah. get them gospel changes rather than Biggie stuff. That's Biggie what I mean. Biggie didn't make music for radio. Neither did Tupac in fairness. It's just Tupac's yeah. would be more similar I, to I just think... Oh, well, California Love and stuff are quite radio He made bangers, but, like, back then, artists weren't making music for the radio because their whole thing was, we're making music for ourselves, for our people. They weren't, like, we don't care about this mainstream. Yeah. And Biggie very much had a noise that wasn't suitable for yeah. radio, other than a couple tracks like Juicy. But if you were to change the beat 
on Juicy to something a bit more boom bap wouldn't have been on the radio. Beats play a big part into whether 90 songs were consistent. Well, I just, oh, yeah. Another reason why I prefer Big is just, I just feel that his his songs are more sort of the, the, the topic or the subject matter of his songs are more hard hitting than Tupac's. Like, I feel that Tupac's, like, don't get me wrong, I, I obviously value Tupac very much, like, very highly as an artist, but I feel that Tupac's. Tupac's music is more sort of oh like I've like I've got women, I've got money, cars, drink, drugs, that kind of thing. And again, but Big's Biggie's songs have elements of that as well, but it's not but then he also has like he yeah, like he mentions a lot in his songs, especially especially in Juicy, he mentions a lot going from broke to riches mm. and how like his obviously his, his dad wasn't there and how his mom his mom not struggling, but in, in respect of being a single parent was was like was just about getting by and even just like like songs like suicidal thoughts and like it it like it starts i don't know if you heard but it starts just him just uh him ringing up his friend and his friend saying just like talk to me talk to me and the lyrics is going to when i die i want to go to hell like he's like he calls himself like a like a piece of shit and all this sort of thing like i think it's an awful lot more hard-hitting um and even just like again, like it's it's a, it's the sub it's the content of his lyrics that just makes it. Well, I I think it makes more pain because as a because like, like I've said this I've said this to you before, but back then lyrics actually meant something, and I felt and I feel that big best represents it. That's why it was he's the golden a, age. He's also most well, certainly probably the king of delivery and the way he delivers. Yeah, yeah you know? definitely. Yeah. The way he works. The New York style beats is just phenomenal. But I've put up on the Hip Hop Stop's Instagram. You can go follow us there at DCU Hip Hop Stop, as well as that you can follow us on Twitter at DCU Hip Hop Stop. And shout out to Kate Gurn, who sent us in a very lovely tweet this morning. But uh, if you want to follow us on our social media, I've put up a poll um, asking whether you think Biggie is kind of suitable for radio because that would be a fairly contested issue. See, I feel that I'd. See, at the same time, I obviously I would like like Biggie to be played on the radio, but thinking as well, I don't know if it would tarnish it because it'd just be, you know, like obviously because they need to have the clean versions, like half of it would just be, you know, blanks and yeah. beat out and stuff. And I feel that that just, that would kind of ruin the sort of flow to the song a bit. Sometimes they change lyrics. Yeah. And no, it sounds, it I, sounds I, I, awful I, I, do. I don't, I, I think they're just as bad as each other. In terms of ruining the, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like I'm a sick pup as well, or something like that. It's it's, it's, it's yeah. Um, so yeah, is that your kind of verdict on the album? Where yeah. would you rate it in terms of Biggie albums? <laughs> I know there's. I know, I know like, he hasn't. He, he, when he was yeah, from yeah. when he was alive. Well, are we, are we, like, are we obviously kept the ones that came after. No. <laughs> well, he's okay. Well, he's okay. So realistically. One the first or second. One uh, there was one album released realistically. Yeah. So I'm I'm obviously gonna say. Oh, wait, I forgot Life After Death. Yeah. Fine. But that but means that means that when he was like was also his worst album. That's true. That's yeah. True. To be fair, if that was his worst album, it's it's done very well as a as a bad as a bad album. <laughs> to be fair, no, I th- it's it's definitely my it's definitely my favorite album, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pick uh, Machine Gun Funk. Machine Gun Funk. Okay, here we go on DCUFM. Very nice. Yeah. And we are back after that. Mm. Holy- 
I, I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting so to turn loud. the speaker down. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so tired this morning. Um, right, so that was Machine Gun Funk from Ready to Die. Uh, if you liked that recap and you liked hearing about B.I.G., you can go listen to our previous episodes or on check Spotify out Rob. Or, they or check out Rob quickly on Instagram. Yeah, because yeah, we're about 10 listeners away from hitting 500, so just Ooh. shameless plug. Uh, hip-hop stop on both Anchor and Spotify. And then we're going for the big 1,000. Yeah, the big <laughs> one. Actually, sorry, if we can hit 500 this semester, 5,000 by this time. Or, sorry, 5,000. 1,000 We'll see, we'll see. 1,000 is doable. Um, right, but I think we're going to move on to Adam's kind of pick of the week. Pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is Camp by Childish Gambino. See, you both wanted to pick kind of just an album that really resonated with you. And I suppose I said it on one of the weeks when we were talking about... Uh, when we were talking about... I think it was the Kanye week, and I actually I said it, but yeah. I said... Camp was probably the album that kind of was my first kind of hip hop album I that I was like, that. oh, um, it was probably like 2014, 2015, and it was probably because I was watching Community at the time, <laughs> and Donald Glover was in Community, and I just became obsessed with Donald Glover, and then I was like, people were like, oh, he's a really good rapper as well, and I was like, hmm, what's rap? No, I was like, no, but obviously, no, but obviously I was in the rap, and I loved Kendrick, yeah, yeah. I loved Kendrick as well, but. Can I say you sounded like lads I went to school with there? What is rap? Yeah, quite literally. But I was, I was then just kind of, I was like, right. And I obviously knew 2005 because everybody knows 2005. Yeah. And I was like, I like this song. And then I listened to it again. I was like, okay, I love this song. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to some of his other tunes off that album uh, because the internet. And that one's yeah. a, a very good album too. But then I was like, right, let me actually give this guy a proper listen. So I, I started listening to the camp and... I don't know. I just think that style of hip hop is like, well, Rob, you love that kind of Biggie and stuff. I don't know. It's like that Gambino, kind of early Kanye, kind of like it's this kind of. Style yeah, I can see. I, I can see I why. Yeah. I love yeah. that kind of hip hop. I just yeah. love that kind of uh, scene, and Camp is just the perfect example of that. Uh, the entire album. See, you know, you've kind of discussed uh, like the dark kind of issues that they go into and stuff. Yeah. Camp's not really like that. You know what I mean? I mean, he has. It's emotional. Like that power. It, like the end of that power is like this story about a girl and all it's really cute and kind of sad and stuff but like it's not it's not as probably so it probably doesn't have an, as many dimensions as probably biggie's ready to die yeah. or any eminem album you know what i mean and that in that layer in that kind of lyrical storytelling sense but i don't know it's just the beats and it's just donald glover who like he just he uses rap to express himself and it's like he isn't he isn't someone who came from like the law or anything Childish Gambino like Daniel Glover was actually quite a kind of middle class kind of bloke and he that's what he kind of said and he, he tells the story of that and but he's still this awkward guy who and then that's I don't know it's just you just I just resonate with him for it it's like he's this awkward guy but when he's Childish Gambino he's like right he's let's a, he's go be, like, let's it's go like an alter ego yeah. sort of thing yeah very much so everyone has those kind of couple albums that for both nostalgic reasons just something in it just kind of hits you and it just like you just vibe with it yeah I suppose with early albums of most people it's like because they're an everyday person when they're releasing that album do you know what I mean yeah. so it's like you can understand it even more but it's just I don't know like there's so many like Bonfire Bonfire that I, we were talking about literally on the break Bonfire is just uh, like all his bars, it's very just like I mean, like um, Freaks and Geeks starts with "All right, Gambino is a mastermind." Do you know what I mean? It's just real, like let's go. But it's it's I don't know. It's hype and his flow is is unreal. I what? think, and I think his verses are always are always pretty on point. Is uh, I mean, it's what would be your sorry, but what would be your sort of uh, favorite song off it? 
There's obviously like free some geeks. I was literally trying to decide there, but I'm yeah. gonna actually have a look right now at the at the track list. Hey, you're, you're like me. It's so hard. It's so hard to pick one, exactly. especially with an album that you res you like you associate with so much. Like that's why I like those brackets that you can get on Reddit for different artists. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of them. I've been doing a lot of them. Like I did the Kanye one, and ended up getting slow jams, which I wasn't expecting to I get. I think I run away one. Uh, Run it was Runaway Runaway it was Runaway and Famous. It was Runaway and Famous. Yeah. But um, I would thought Bonfire would have been your favorite song of the album because you said how much you want to see it live. Yeah, that's literally I'm looking right now, and I was gonna say I'm literally looking at it right now, and I was gonna go probably Freaks and Geeks, and then I went Nah, like Bonfire, like yeah, yeah. it's gotta be Bonfire. Bonfire is just I don't know. There's just something about that, and it's kind of. Oh, although Harpy, Harpy, Harpy's end and bows. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair for an album that I love for me yeah. to really do that. And especially because it was one of the first albums, like hip hop was, exactly. that I really got into. It's like, it's very hard for me to choose. Yeah, and it's like, it kind of, it depends what mood you catch me in. Like, Bonfire is like, uh, and then Harpy is like more, like the, the verse at the end of Harpy is just amazing. Like, it's, it's unreal. Um, oh, actually, I think that'll be the one that I'm, I'm going to play okay. off the album. Well, where would you rate it in terms of childish albums? Oh, probably one. But I don't know though, because I actually really like because the From internet. Both personal the, preference and a separate one for where, where it comes in terms of like objectively where would it stand? Oh, well, Camp would surely be top two at least. Okay. Obje- like um, by most people, by bo- by most people's view. Uh, I don't really like because the internet and um, oh, what's the other one called? I mean, I know I love the album. Hang on one sec. What's the other one called? Um, his second album it's like the yellow and blue uh, cover and um, I'm looking it up now but that that's just what like that's one thing Kauai. I've, I've Kauai, yeah. yeah that's it and then because the internet I think like I mean out of the four I don't really consider Awaken My Love I don't think that should really have been considered a Childish Gambino album I think that should have really been considered a Donald Glover album because I, okay. it's about his it's about his kid and it's really amazing but I think that I think he shouldn't have Put the name Charlie. That's Campino a really cool way to look at it. Because yeah. I love doing that with Eminem, looking at what's Slim Shady, what's Marshall Mathers, what's yeah. Eminem. So and I de- I've always said that. The artist and the stage persona is such a really cool thing to yeah. kind of analyze. Yeah, but Awaken My Love, like even that entire album, isn't even a rap album, really. Yeah. really do you know what I mean? It's more like jazzy and stuff. So yeah. I think the only reason why he put it down as a Childish Gambino album is because he wanted to get the the view like the views and the listens obviously yeah. so i can understand it but i don't really consider this so then out of the other three oh i'd probably put camp number one yeah i'd probably put camp number one i like my love is beautiful it's absolutely amazing the instrumental on that the night me and your mama met is perfection but yeah i'd probably say camp because the internet is probably more like that that's what blew him up i mean 3005 um sweatpants like incredible album incredible album but yeah camp probably is number one for me okay well we're gonna play a song from it now in a second but make sure you to stick around because after the break we're gonna come back and we're gonna be recapping some of our favorite moments from the show and what we consider to be maybe our best episodes actually sorry adam which song did you want to play? <laughs> <laughs> i was I'm, I'm just on and off but i'm gonna say i'm gonna play um heartbeat by childish gambino off camp ladies and gentlemen on dcufm <laughs> and there we had Heartbeat from I knew you said Tyler the Creator Flair uh, Sorry uh, From, from Cal- Childish Gambino Giving away secrets I was spitting the whole bar- I was spitting the entire bars there well. I should have recorded that um, 
So, oh, it's still playing there. Uh, so what we <laughs> want to kind of get on to now is, as I said, our recap of the year. So we each have kind of our own personal favorite moments and episodes and what we kind of believe to be our best episodes. So, Dwight, do you want to kind of kick it off? Uh, yeah, I'll kick it off. I mean, everybody, I'd say we'll all probably agree that the Kanye one was probably the best. Oh, but just getting Dylan on because Dylan was, I think the first few weeks... In my opinion, like it was like we were only kind of getting into it, and Dylan like came on and we were like, okay, he's really good, like yeah. you know what I mean. And I think that kind of, I think that made us better. I actually think that made us better having him on. Let's not be too um, nice to him. His ego is big enough. As obviously, it is. but you know what I mean. I think that actually, I, I think that for me, it made me go, okay. And yeah. I don't know. Like Kanye is probably my like favorite, and I was like, I'll know the most to say about him. But really, when I listened to Dylan, I was like, okay, he knows this. Yeah. In fairness, his he does this professionally so, yeah, yeah exactly no but that's but what i'm saying i'm like if we want to do that it's i was it like if we want to do that we like you know that's you know it we, was a nice insight to show yeah. us like the kind of way that we should nearly be not conducting ourselves yeah. as such, but like to show us that like we could be better yeah 100 percent. no no it just I, I thought that was a great week and i thought yeah. he was just a really good guest to have on it was just really enjoyable as well because like we were just kicking back each of us adore Kanye it wasn't a case of like with some artists yeah. some of us like him more than others some of us aren't huge fans we all love Kanye we all had so much to say and we all liked different albums of Trent we all had a lot of different perspectives oh. to give which I thought made it a really worthwhile episode and it changed my favourite Kanye album are you, now home? are you now graduation no no oh. I probably keep that in the same place but okay. 808's Oh, that's so fair. Actually, yeah, you've been sending me so much stuff. Yeah, that's all. Like, I'm obsessed with 808 now. And I think that is my favourite. At graduation, I probably did kind of go, okay, right, well, to be fair, graduation is unreal. But that 808's just I've moved to college dropout from Obviously, college dropout is unreal. Yeah, I still love late registration, but now listen to, like, Get Him High, Never Let Me Down. All Falls Down. All Falls Down, Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought that was probably our best week. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree with you there. I actually thought, like... My top sort of three would be, I think probably the Kanye one is third, um, just because for everything you just said there. My second one is probably the Biggie one because, like obviously he's my favorite artist, so I knew I knew I'd have a lot to say about him. But I actually think the Kendrick one was our best one. I was that was one I was gonna two. say that, that that's my second. That favorite. I thought two. I thought that that was our best one because I can just like in my head I can remember the. Especially for Good Kid, Matty, that we like, even just just talking about the album and the the diff, like the sort of technicality that went in that, like the chronological order, yeah. like in Thomas Compton, you know, even just the name of the album from past experiences, I just felt, and also it probably it probably helps that we well I because see, one of the things I liked about this show was it made not made not it made me in like a force away, but it, it allowed it gave me, me an excuse. Yeah, it, it it gave me an excuse to listen to albums I wouldn't normally yeah, listen and, to. Kendrick would be one of those. And I I think for, I one thing I took away from that is just he's he's a lyrical genius. Yeah, and that that's I think that was the other thing. It's that Kanye and Kendrick were probably my favorite weeks, and it was they're probably my two favorite artists to listen to out of the we- artists that we've done so far. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, so far, yeah. uh, that we've done so far. And that's kind of why, like, that's why that would be second. It's like, it was good because, I mean, as much as I was like, I like Kendrick, it was actually listening to all the albums a couple of times. I was like, okay. No, but like the, the Kendrick episode, I, I can't remember what week it was, but I know, I know. Week three. Yeah, three, I knew it was early on. But I think after that, that's when I kind of realized, okay, like, like this, that was a good, I felt coming out of the show I felt that was a really good show yeah, yeah. Good, it's, only, it's only good as like, we'd started to get our feet kind of on the ground with it and it was our first artist review so rather than just being like us having a bit of a kind of just rubbish talk about 
different songs, different albums. It was the first episode where we had to get technical, had to give our actual analysis. So it meant that we really did have to kind of get the ball rolling, which I really enjoyed. And as well as that, that's when me personally, I enjoyed that week because that's when I started kicking our promo up a notch and began the promo videos. Now looking back at that video, I hate it because it was so simple and bad. <laughs> but um, most of them are, and I kind of like doing. It's like it's it's content. it's like sort of like a melancholy, probably for you looking yeah, back at it. Like as in when I first made that, that was my first go premiere. I thought I was absolutely class. It didn't turn out exactly as I wanted it, but I was like, I made this. But now looking back, I'm like, I can do so much more if I put work into it, if I try. So it's like, but it's nice to know that like that's why I started that's, putting effort yeah, into yeah. the show. Yeah, oh definitely, yeah. Like, no, it's so just great, like, we're, and, like, it's just, it's great how it's kind of, like, just made us all kind of get better at stuff, you know, exactly. like, literally simply, it's nice, like, it's, it's nice sort of, like, PR, realistically, yeah, just to have, just to have, like, constantly, even just putting stuff on the Instagram stories, right, just to keep it sort keep of relevant, right. keep it relevant, I've been good at that, yeah, audience, yeah. Which is like audience, um, engagement is something that I find important, because it's all well and good that people can listen to us talk for an hour, but, like, I, yeah, it's nice, because for some, like, music, where it's so personal, it's nice to get people involved, so I love putting the polls of questions, seeing people's responses, and some of them are quite funny as well, like, exactly, yeah, but, like, I I do even, enjoy even just from, obviously, because we all have, we all have the access to the account, it's nice, yeah. I think it's actually nice to see, people that I don't necessarily know and don't know their music taste but like you know like you, you put a sort of like what's your favourite album this or this exactly, it's honestly, yeah. it actually is interesting seeing what their yeah, favourite album is 100%. and try, in your head trying to justify sort of justify and see okay why would they think that and they see they think okay is it me that's then these sort of broadening horizons with them. Exactly. It's, not, it's nice to see that. Yeah, like, and I've read a few album, like, best album off an artist, and I'm like, that's definitely not it. I'm yeah. Ready yeah. to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think we'll just take a little break, and here's a, quite a fitting song for oh, our final episode oh, yes, of the yes, semester, yes. because hopefully we will see you oh. again. Okay, 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 okay. And that was See You Again by Tyler the Creator here on DCUFM. Thought, quite a fitting song Flower for boy. last song of the semester off a... Amazing album of an artist that unfortunately we didn't have a week to discuss him, but sure we'll see what oh. happens next semester. Ooh. Um, and one thing I want to say is when we're talking about favorite episodes, I really wish I could say the Eminem episode was my favorite, but week nine was a travesty. Was <laughs> it bad? Because so I had to take my morning coffees Friday slash because they weren't in, and I did all the research a half an hour before I came in for 10 albums. Um, oh, and I had to do just an hour by myself. Play, did you not just play a lot of tunes though? You? I played one per album. Um, oh, okay, that, that's fine then. So yeah, but that was like about half an hour worth of music, but then it was just me by myself trying to talk and I kept like waiting for a response to a conversation <laughs> and I'm like, I'm by myself. <laughs> um, but so yeah, if you want to listen to that and have a nice little laugh, that's uh, that's, that's also on our Anchor and Spotify, because in fairness, I didn't really give you guys much time. I saw in the morning like, oh, Studio Free at 10. I was like, mine. <laughs> but because um, I wanted to get that done in for episode eight, because episode eight, Ma. Oh, yeah. Fair. Um, which is a bit cringe, but sure, look. Um, I think that was mine. So, just we all say. So, Kanye was your favorite. Biggie was that your favorite? Or Kendrick? Yeah, probably Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. Agent it just. But is that terms of episodes? Or who is your favorite artist to discuss? Kanye. <laughs> mine. Mine was still Kendrick. Because again, okay. I. Because I. I never really. I never like. I listened to a bit of a uh, DNA. Yeah. But that was it in terms of Kendrick. So it was nice to actually you know listen mm -hmm. to his other stuff. See, I really loved doing the 
Grime episode because I feel like that was a bit of an underrated one. Oh, the Grime one was yeah, fun. I completely forgot about yeah. that. The Grime I one was really fun. I think Grime is so underrated because it's still in its golden age right now, and I love being here for that since we yeah. went around. Yeah, oh, no, that was actually a great American week. American Golden Age. So I think all of our episodes, I love them so Maybe much. Maybe we can do another Grime time one night. There was one. One, time, one, night. one time. I can't remember which one. There was one that I didn't over. I wasn't a big fan of our recap of 2018 because I feel it could have been better. Not because it was bad, but because if we did that. Oh, we're only staying. Exactly, because if we did that next week, say for example. Oh, we're way better. Sick, yeah. Way better, yeah. Um, but I'm just looking at the time there, and as much as it pains me to say this, I think we're running out of time for this episode. I have so. a suggestion, and I've just, I was, I've actually was just going to wait till the very end. Yeah, we're obviously going to finish with a song, yeah? Yeah. Can we finish with Sicko Mode? <laughs> <laughs> we started with sicko mode or ending with sicko yeah, mode. Yeah, I think we should end with sicko um, mode. But <laughs> I just, I just kind of want to say a big thank you to, for starters, Dylan and Cahill for allowing us to have this show. This has probably been one of the favorite parts of my week. For Thanks, boys. The semester, um, and just thank you for being amazing station managers too. Um, so that was that was just a thank you. I want to say thank you to you two, Rob and Adam, for coming on here. No problem. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Thank you to anyone who's ever back. listened to the show. Um, I don't know mom. why you'd want to Thanks, be listening mom. to us talk about all this stuff. Um, and yeah, if you enjoy our content, there'll be hopefully more coming next semester. Again, as we've said, you can listen back to all our episodes on Anchor and Spotify. Bit of a change, you're saying. Uh, we'll next have a bit of a change. We're going to upgrade yeah. next semester. We might have a couple more guests. We're going to talk about a lot more stuff and we might be changing continents uh, for a lot of our, um, no, not for our location, but for a lot of the artists. <laughs> Adam had a very confused look. Uh, we stuck a lot to America this semester. Even the hints you, you give, I like the hints that you give. I'm like, I just don't That's even That's because I love being cryptic. Yeah, but um, like if we don't get it, like. Exactly, yeah. So follow us on um, Instagram and Twitter at DCU Hip Hop Supper. Hopefully we'll have maybe more album reviews over the summer, a bit more content just to keep everything in the loop. And. I suppose that's all from us. Adam or Rob, do either of you want to outro with the song? Uh, well, obviously, I think there's the only one man who can outro yeah. with it, and that's me. Well, good night and God bless everyone. Um, sleep tight. Uh, this one's called Sicko Mode, and it's by Travis Scott. Good night. Where in the world is next on DCUFM? <laughs>